welcome to the Professional Women's Network Barcelona podcast. For those of you who don't know us, PWN Barcelona is the only organization committed to accelerating diverse and gender-balanced leadership in the corporate community here in Barcelona. We run networking events and workshops open to members and non-members touching all kinds of topics and skill development. Today we'll talk to Zara Jan Mohamed, partner at Loftus Bradford Executive Search, a boutique recruiting company serving clients and candidates globally. Her specific focus is on gender diversity and matching top female talents to key senior leadership roles. So Zara was supposed to give a talk at our March workshop seminar to celebrate International Women's Day, but the event had to be canceled due to COVID-19. So here we are now, both in Barcelona, I believe, uh, but talking over the phone. So Zara, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, so first of all, I would like for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Just briefly share your professional trajectory and describe what is your role at Loft Loftus Bradford, and also at the Barcelona Lean In chapter, please. Sure. So uh, very briefly, I started my career in in corporate events actually here in Barcelona. So I started work, you know, selling and organizing large scale corporate events, mostly for global multinationals that were coming to Barcelona. Uh, and that's how I had my first connections sort of to, to business and to multinationals. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, after a couple of years of getting some uh, hard sales skills, mm -hmm. I actually fell into executive search, so executive search and headhunting, um, mostly through connections and, and networking. Um, and, and yeah, it ended up being a real perfect fit uh, for me and, you know, haven't looked back since. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I joined Loftus Bradford close to 10 years ago, so it's, yeah, nine years. Uh, started as a, a junior consultant. I was the second person in the company and uh, and have grown uh, through the company over this time. So uh, from, from being a junior consultant to a senior consultant, um, to then building a team so then i headed up our research division where i uh, grew a team so hiring training mm -hmm. developing mentoring uh, our team members and then uh, to managing clients and, uh, and developing those relationships and then that also took me to leading our diversity practice which mm -hmm. is really about you know focusing on the diversity aspects of uh, the positions that we work on um you know gender diversity of course being a big priority but also mm -hmm. across all, all areas of diversity um, and then when I was on my maternity leave uh, nearly two years ago, I was actually promoted to partner during my maternity leave and, and came back as a partner to the business. Uh, in terms of the the Barcelona, the international Barcelona International Lean In chapter, uh, you know, really about it's over five six years ago. I started. I created a Lean In Circle, which is really just a, a small uh, circle of eight to ten women who mm -hmm. would meet, you know, reg about once a month just to support each other on our personal and professional goals and and challenges. And it was really fundamental to supporting me through a lot of my uh, career and also personal uh, challenges mm -hmm. and you know uh, becoming pregnant having a child going back to work it's really been a, it was really great support and through that that evolved into a, a wider network uh, which was a you know the international lean-in chapter mm -hmm. where it's a essentially a forum for, for women to connect and a lot of a lot of other lean-in circles were created through this and which are just peers peer networks and peer mm -hmm. circles for people to meet and where they with a common goal great 
Um, so as you said, you are a head of diversity at Loftus Bradford, and but I understand that your focus particularly is on gender diversity, and we will definitely get into that in a moment. But just before that, I wanted to know. So I imagine that your role also goes beyond that. So what kind other kinds of diversity is your firm stri striving to get? Yeah, sure. So um, so and just to clarify the, you know, so heading up our diversity practices mostly, you know, in terms of working with our clients and candidates. Mm -hmm. We're internally we're very lucky to be very diverse mm -hmm. and it's sort of embedded into our business. Yeah. Um but for sure. So essentially the the focus on diversity started to be it started uh, some years ago and it was very much focused around gender diversity as mm -hmm. our clients were really finding it a challenge uh, to maintain this balance at senior levels. Um, so that's where they asked us to really help focus and identify, you know, top talents that, mm -hmm. that were diverse, the top female talents mostly. Mm -hmm. But this for sure evolved. I mean, now it's much more embedded in every project we work on, every search or position that we work on. The commitment is to deliver a 50-50 shortlist. Mm -hmm. um, so re in terms of men and women, but mm -hmm. it absolutely goes beyond gender. Um, you know, so we're talking about diversity. It, it can mean many different things depending on the company, the client, the the function but it could be ethnicity it could be age diversity experience mm -hmm. uh, diversity sector diversities so are coming from different you know essentially just oh, bringing that di diversity of thought i would say is the main, the main okay and, and it's interesting that it, it as you said it depends on what the company already has so you're trying to bring something new Basically. Yeah, I think, you know, it really, again, comes down to this diversity of thought. So, mm -hmm. you know, what will what will bring the diversity of thought? Because what we find is that within more in diverse organizations, diverse teams, mm -hmm. there's more there's more results. Again, looking at the bottom line. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it impacts the bottom line. The, the higher diversity there is but it really does depend you know there might be some teams that the whole team are women and maybe mm -hmm. diversity would be right. bringing in a man yeah. um it could be that everybody in a team is you know all from the u.s and mm -hmm. actually bringing someone from a very different market a developing market or something that mm -hmm. can bring a different outlook could also be very interesting okay wow interesting Okay. And so, so my next question is, so why does an exec executive recruiting firm needs such a role? So what is keeping companies from kind of organically incorporating a diverse group of employees? So thinking about the case of gender diversity, so are women less prone to apply to leadership roles? Are companies, companies less likely to look for women for such roles? Or is the pool of uh, female candidates smaller or all of the above? So so what, why is your role necessary? Why do we need someone making sure that diversity is happening and this is not happening organically? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great question. There's a Pandora's box here. I think mm -hmm. there's really no no right or wrong answer or, or no one specific reason. I think, you know, so why... So, the first thing is that there, you know, if we look at the statistics, uh, there isn't enough diversity, right? Or there isn't mm -hmm. enough balance. If we look at the wider statistics in most big multinational corporate companies, so um, so there is a need to focus on this diversity because we also can look at the statistics of the impact of diversity on the bottom line. There is a very strong impact in communities, societies, and and businesses. Mm -hmm. um, but why, you know, what, what is the what is the reasons, right? Um, and I would group it. I think there's hundreds of reasons and mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers, but I would group it in three main areas. So mm -hmm. I think that one is um, inter what I would call internal factors, so internal to a company, uh, 
the you know the the ch- which you know challenges internally in a company which could be cultural norms embedded in a company perhaps policies that mm-hmm. do not enable or help women or other um you know minor- minorities or other mm-hmm. diverse groups to continue to progress um that's also connected to maybe not enough lack uh, role models at the mm-hmm. levels of love or not enough sponsors at the levels above so you know if there is a minority group in an organization and there's very few of that minority in in the level of the role on the leadership team or in the board that's not going to help so um it could be lack of career opportunities mm-hmm. you know often that's a big reason why women do not continue um so you know i think that's one factor the internal challenges then mm-hmm. i think there's external factors which are more like um you know external to the company and and more society uh, mm-hmm. which are more just you know no matter how equal we could be with our partner or in a household or even if we both, if, if you and a, if a woman and a man both have you know equal careers at mm-hmm. 50 50 the statistics show women still tend to carry more of the load, the, yeah. the childcare load, mm-hmm. household load. So there are, you know, I think societal barriers um, that are changing, uh, but it's slowly changing. Yeah, yeah so, but they, they are still there, absolutely. Yeah, they're still yeah. there. And I think so those factors, you know, it's not only on the company or the corporate, so a company can change their culture, but externally that also needs to ha- happen at home, how mm-hmm. we bring up our children, so that if the, you know a woman could have all the flexibility in the world in her in her uh, in her workplace and the opportunities and the role models and the sponsors to strive to get to where she wants to get to, but if then at home she is still having to do her 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 job in right. the office and then at home doing another job, then that is also going to be a challenge. Right. Um, you know, until we have the same amount, I think I don't know if it is Cheryl Sandberg who says this. You know, this, if we until we have the same amount of men running our households mm-hmm. as we have. Uh, you know, women running businesses, you mm-hmm. know, then that's when we will get the equality. Mm-hmm. And I think the third point um, is just uh, science, a little bit of science that, you know, that, you know, at the end of the day, the woman is the one who has children, who needs mm-hmm. to spend, the children need to spend more time with their mom in the early years. You know, it's maybe more whether science or nature. Mm-hmm. Um, that we also, I think that uh, in my own personal experience anyway, that, um, we we cannot change that and i think in some ways we need to accept that and then enable the environment at home and in work to to accept that point you know mm-hmm. so i think uh, for in my own personal experience i was very uh, I kind of fighting against the, that's you know the fact that nature men I wouldn't spend more time with my I would want to spend and I yeah. need to spend my the first years with my child so how can we enable uh, women to do that while still progressing in their career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's amazing that you actually you got to be partnered during your maternity leave I think that's it's very yeah rare. I mean yeah. I'm I'm very uh, privileged and, yeah. and grateful to work in a company where I have where we you know where I was fully supported, even encouraged to get pregnant, to take maternity leave and to then be promoted during my maternity leave and come back. And, you know, that's where I think, you know, I was really enabled to be able to have this mm-hmm. symbiosis with my personal life, my professional life. It did not mean my career would need to stop, even though I had, as, as a woman, we all have, you have those fears maybe. But mm-hmm. um, the good thing is I had, a, you know, I'm very lucky to have a very uh, a, a company and a, and a boss who truly believes in diversity and in fact was my biggest uh, cheerleader, mm-hmm. coach and mentor uh, through all of this time. So I think that is it's really critical because uh, you know we cannot we're all we, we cannot do it alone and you need to have that support. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I think so we cannot do it alone as individuals, but I think we also we can do it alone as 
women. So that's that con- yeah. that's connected to my next question, which is um, so the actually the topic of our March event, which was engaging men in the gender equality conversation, and uh, and and it's precisely that. So I wanted to hear your thoughts about why it is so important to engage men in the debate, and yeah. then and then from your experience, what is the best way to do so? So is it is it through um, hard facts, as you were saying? You know, diverse teams are more productive. So just think about the bottom line, and you know, hire women because of that. Or is it more through empathy and trying to convey how hard it is for, for women to break the glass ceiling and trying to put men uh, in our shoes? So, so first of all, why, why is it so important and what is the best way to do it? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in, in my opinion, I think, well, why is it important? I think, well, really clearly because we are all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look at the, the situation we're living now with COVID-19, I think this has highlighted across the globe that we are all... Uh, the same we're mm-hmm. all, we're all connected yeah. we're all connected we're all this isn't you know i think a first time in our generation where we're all experiencing something of this magnitude and that mm-hmm. we're all going through it together and, and there is no discrimination of this virus as well so i think you know looking at that you know we're we are all in this together whereas whether it's at um work or at home so uh i think that men and women are all striving for the same things at, mm-hmm. at home and at work um and you know uh, it's key to have men engaged because there is a lot of men that are in leadership roles as and when I say leadership roles, I see that as leadership roles in corporations and businesses, mm-hmm. but also at home as mm-hmm. fathers and husbands. So I think that's super important to have the men that are in these uh, roles of, um, you know, these leadership roles that they mm-hmm. have the opportunity to also be role models for for women and for women and men that are mm-hmm. coming up through the yeah. through the ranks. Um, and they have a, they can make a big impact. You know, this is not something that you know, like you said, we cannot do it on our own, nor men nor women. You know, so there yeah. needs to be a sim- symbiosis, um, and that's what will help. You know, take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And and, um, and how how do we do it? Yeah. So, um, I mean, look, my I was thinking about this, and you know, I I honestly think, and my learning over time has been that it, it's I I really think it needs to be you know no there's no right answer and not what no one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And I think with a lot of these topics around diversity, there's you know we also have a tendency to put you know all women are like this or and I mm-hmm. do it myself sometimes yeah. all women are like yeah. this or all men are like that. Um, and this is incorrect, right? There's, uh, so I think that not one size fits all. So for some men, for some company cultures, for some mm-hmm. women, the right way would be to focus on the hard facts and the statistics and how the impact is on the bottom line. Um, for others, it may be more around the, you know, the challenges and getting them, you know, getting them involved and understanding that. I think the key is really open and honest and authentic mm. communication combined with facts so and, and you know just keeping it logical and, and 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 doing the right thing you know at the end of the day we all want to do i think we have to believe that we all want to do the right thing um we want our businesses to grow we want to be successful and we also want to be happy so mm-hmm. you know we need to i think just be open and honest and communicate authentically about what are you know why this is important mm-hmm. for a business how it will impact the business of course it needs to be connected to what is motivating the person yeah. so if we're talking to a, a a ceo of a corporation you know what is important to this ceo that is that he that they you know that their bottom line is impacted that the business grows that the people stay in the company and then mm-hmm. then using these examples and facts around this will I think help uh, make that impact 
Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so, and you've been uh, at Loftus Bradford for um, nine years now. So I imagine you have seen many, many initiatives, projects, task, for, task forces, and all sort of sorts of things to try and address the gender equality issue in the workplace and different kinds of companies, diff different sizes. Uh, from all of your experience, what would you say that successful initiatives have in common and what should we stop doing? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, you know, again, there's so many different, like you mm -hmm. said, there's so many different things. Mm -hmm. and, I, and again, I wouldn't say one size fits all. A lot of it Absolutely. depends really on the company, the, 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 the intention, the, the size of the business mm -hmm. and the culture of the mm -hmm. company and, and where they're placed. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, probably also what should we stop doing is assuming that one size fits mm -hmm. all. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, there is sometimes a tendency of, okay, so, you know, a, a belief, let's say, that women at a certain age will want to go and have children. So this is why they're not, why they're leaving or why they're not developing the company. But this is also an assumption. Some of mm -hmm. us, yes, and some of us, maybe not. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, so I really think it's a, a little bit about really communicating really understanding what you know what are the reasons and why what is you know what are the reasons that maybe there isn't diversity what are the what what is happening for that not to happen and what can we do to make that happen so I, a lot of it i think is just simpler than we think mm -hmm. um But I also think, yeah, you know, there is the statistics show that there is a there is a gender imbalance. Mm -hmm. So we need to try many different things. And I think a lot of that is around actually just this communication with the the minority group mm -hmm. um, and with the other groups. So having this this dialogue, you know, things like a lean a lean in circle within a business or converse, you know, conversations to understand mm -hmm. why what is happening, how do you feel motivated, do you want to continue a company, why not? And really trying to get to the bottom of it. Um, And I think then, you know, there's, uh, the things that I've seen that have been the most successful um, would be, um, you know, really uh, focusing on the company culture. So mm -hmm. as a whole, not just for women, but for women and men, I think, you know, at the end, when you really go deeper, all men as well as women want to develop in their careers. They also want to spend time with their children. Mm -hmm. They also want to have a, a good uh, balance or work-life integration. So I think it's about really developing a culture that is embedded And, and for, for all um, that offers flexibility uh, you know uh, this real strong you know servant leadership we see a lot in a lot of our clients where they focus on you know enabling and empowering and supporting their employees to be able to grow and to have you know what, mm -hmm. what I, I like to call work-life integration um So that, I think, is very important. Uh, role models is very important. And, and, a, and a role model doesn't have to only be a, a woman. For a woman, it can also be a man, mm -hmm. like in my, mm -hmm. in my experience. Um, but I see that, that, you know, that's important, the role modeling, the sponsorships internally in a business as well. Um, but kind of, yeah, getting the, and that goes back to the engaging men, you know, <laughs> getting men involved in this kind of thing. Um, and one other thing that I've thought about that from my own experience of becoming a, a mom and And, and, you know, as a career woman and then taking time off and returning back to work, I think one thing would be to, uh, you know, not to, I guess, fight against the, the nature. Mm -hmm. I felt personally, maybe I even tried to fight a bit my own maternal instincts or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because I felt I, I would not be able to do both. And, and, and so it so it was really a struggle at times, you know. Uh, yeah. But I think when you accept it and, and then, and, uh, you know, that, look, I can be a mom and I can be partner in a firm, 
and the firm can support you on that mm-hmm. and enable both. And if you can enable both, then you can you can continue and you can do both. Mm-hmm. But there is an assumption, probably from us as women ourselves, but and also as the leaders of companies, that uh, that you cannot do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that sense, it actually connects to what you were saying about the mentor doesn't have or the role model doesn't have to be a, a woman. It could be a man saying, "No, I can't be in this meeting because I have to leave and pick up my yeah. child." So yeah. Yeah, and that would enable exactly. you to do the same and just, yeah, and yeah, not feel that yeah. Exactly, and that's mm-hmm. like, that's it, I think, and, and that can even make more of an impact, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for a woman, because yeah. maybe you feel, yeah. oh, but I, you know, I, I, you know, okay, the other women are doing that, but none yeah. of the, the men are, yeah. and they're the, the or, you know, the, my boss or whoever is not doing that, so I feel this pressure to not do it, and you, you know, but mm-hmm. whereas if the man does it, then it's, you know, and, and actually I think other men and, and more junior men will really, um, also benefit from that and then it will create the trickle down effect because that man in a leadership role does it so other men at the levels below do it so those women at that level think oh well my colleagues Mm -hmm. are doing it so i can too and it just uh, really would help um so my final question i don't want to take any more of your time but um so i understand you mentor young and senior women on their career development So what final tips do you have for our female audience? Uh, What are the things that you often see women do or not do that prevent them from getting to a leadership role or getting there at at the pace that they would want? And I know this is, again, this is um, a very broad question, but just just if you could share some things that keep coming up and that you, you just... Sure. Yeah, um, I think that, well, what, you know, I think, so one that stands out for me a lot would be really to just be authentic and, mm-hmm. you know, don't, not to be afraid to be yourself. Um, and I think, you know, I can talk from personal experience of sometimes having that imposter syndrome or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, feeling that I had to be, you know, I am a certain way outside of work and a certain way in work. And I've learned this over the last years and through being mentored myself and, um, you know, through having strong, strong role models in my organization as well, that, um, that that's really the key. You know, if you, if you, you, if you are authentic and you're allowed to be yourself, you allow yourself to be the real you, you know, mm-hmm. and be very present and be real at work, then, you know, that, that is okay. And I think that's really important. And, you know, uh, that's how you, you know, I, I see the success I have as a leader in the workplace by being more myself so being authentic okay. I think is, is key um I think you know similar to what I was saying before that you know uh, really focusing on work-life integration um mm-hmm. you know we talk a lot about work-life balance uh but I I, I really believe it's more about into work-life integration so if you have the opportunity to uh you know work in a company where you have that flexibility or even and if you don't you know Uh, suggest it, uh, propose it, but having that kind of, you know, integration of your life so that mm-hmm. you can um, manage your personal life and your professional life and still keep progressing in your career. So mm-hmm. integrating both work and the personal side. Um, and that, of course, links again to being authentic and bringing mm-hmm. your whole self to, to work, right? Um <clears throat> What else I think, you know, definitely is about surrounding yourself with strong role models that inspire you. So that has been very important for me. And, you know, sometimes women may say, yeah, but how do I find, I don't have any of those role models mm-hmm. in my company. Mm-hmm. Or 
So I really would encourage um, women to seek them out. You know, you may not know where they are, but there, there are role models out there mm-hmm. for you. So to look for them in places like the Professional Women's Network, the networking events, LinkedIn, uh, within your workplace, in your mm-hmm. community. But I think it's really important to uh, find those women who are, who, are, who are in leadership roles or doing well, if that's, you know, and, and, and connect with them, talk to them, because people, women and, and people like to help others. So, you know, they will be very open to connect and, and discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you know another uh, probably two more things would be you know have helping others. I think is really important to you know once you do once you have a win, once you progress, develop, mm-hmm. make sure you help the others. Uh, you know, coming up the ranks as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I remember I went to once a, 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 a leadership conference, a women's leader conference, and one of the speakers talked about you know when you get to the top. Um, the top floor send the elevator back down mm-hmm. uh, and I really like that yeah that's uh, a nice idea that thought. Yeah. so you know but helping you know so we're all in this together and what whatever what the, the more we help others that are coming up the ranks and we inspire them we motivate them we we become a role model as well to them that will create an knock effect of more and more role models so I think that's very important um, and finally and maybe a bit controversial but mm-hmm. I I think that you know we have this idea or I personally before had this idea of trying to have it all and that I need mm-hmm. to be a superwoman and have it all um I actually would say don't try to have it all um mm-hmm. my my learning over time has been I don't you, you don't necessarily you can't necessarily have it all at all at all times mm-hmm. so I think it goes in in waves and there's certain times in your life or your career where you will have more on the career side then maybe you, you will be focusing more on family at some point it doesn't mean that your career has to stop right you know I think let it go with the, you know go with the waves and you will you know you overall in the grand scheme of things you can have it all but maybe not all at mm-hmm. once and at the same time so that was a big uh, a big learning for me and after becoming a mum you know mm-hmm. that I can still have it all it may mean that my first you know the, the nine months I took off that it's more, I'm more focused on my family but it doesn't mean it has to negatively impact my career I can mm-hmm. go back to that uh, you know there's no rush and uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. very good yeah so thank you so much for talking uh, to me today and thank you all for listening stay tuned for our next episode if you don't want to miss the next BWN Barcelona event whether it will be online or offline uh, you can follow us on social media or go to pwnbarcelona.net thank you so much Sarah thanks a lot